Welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast and our coverage of day three of this October States meeting. And uh, the subject that has dominated the debate today has been uh, further discussion around the Population and Immigration Policy Review. Uh, I'm taking the unusual step of recording a uh, podcast while debate is still continuing on other matters. And that's because we suspect that they're going to be going on quite late this evening. But they have finished uh, on the subject of the Population and Immigration Review. They began today by uh, continuing with debate on that Amendment 7 that we uh, mentioned on yesterday's podcast, which was uh, brought by the Health and Social Care President's Deputy Al Bruard. And uh, that was a uh, a move to introduce into the proposals um, an investigation into a compulsory health insurance scheme whereby people coming to the island uh, would be required to... uh, um, take part in this scheme in order that islanders uh, taxpayers generally aren't ending up funding um, potential um, health care for people who have not uh, over the term of their um, careers been contributing to the state's coffers uh, in the way that um, the, those who are on the island have been doing so that was approved um, quite um, strongly supported actually 30 votes to three that was carried through and it was seconded by deputy Peter Fairbrush and so uh, their two committees uh, health and social care and policy and resources will go away and work up um, proposals for a scheme using they pointed out um, some of the local knowledge and local um, providers of insurance schemes to get that underway then the next amendment that was discussed at some length but which was not successful was a move by Deputy John Gollop uh, to uh, change the short-term employment permits system uh, from a three-year term or actually I'll say three-year term it's actually one year term that can be um, renewed twice uh, to a one-year term that can be renewed three times uh, leading to effectively uh, a permission to be around here for four years. Um, Now this was strongly opposed by the Home Affairs um, Committee, uh, in particular Deputy Rob Prow. Um, They were saying on the basis of advice they'd received from Um, their experts that this was uh, effectively quite dangerous it was getting close to allowing um, settlement rights or there'd be a danger that there might be uh, litigation that might enable individuals to gain settlement here um, which would be um, taking us out of alignment with the uh, fellow jurisdictions of the common travel area and um, they, they, he kept referring to these subject matter experts those who were in the know and there was much criticism of bringing a late amendment that would have such a material effect which uh, nobody had had the opportunity yet to um, uh, debate or the committee hadn't been able to um, speak about it with all the in, uh, the information to hand um, the, the, I don't remember actually in this debate uh, the back of a fag packet uh, phrase being used but I was expecting it to emerge at any time it was that kind of discussion um, and there was actually quite a lot of support for it but then a lot of the speakers who were in favour or seemed to be in favour such as deputies Victoria Oliver and John Dyke um, seemed to change their mind and I, I suspect that what changed their mind was um, an intervention first of all by Deputy Gavin St Pierre uh, where he said as a compromise perhaps um, Home Affairs could undertake to investigate the possibility of uh, allowing a, um, a four 
four years, four individual years um, short-term employment permit rather than three by the time they come back with the ordinance to the states for approval. And then uh, Deputy Prow committed to doing exactly that. So I'm sure that is what assuaged several deputies to, uh, in fact, reject the amendment uh, or assuaged their um, concerns and, and led them to uh, 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 oppose it so that was that fell 23 votes to five in the end and that was the last of the amendments the last of the eight amendments to be debated so we then had um, 20 propositions in total that needed to be um, voted upon um, all but two of those were taken individually it would have taken absolutely ages under the old system of uh, calling out the names individually but obviously with this new electronic voting um, it took a great deal less time it's probably the best moment uh, for that electronic voting system so far in the states in that they rattled through relatively speaking a huge number of individual votes and therefore our delectation and delight over the years will be the exact uh, record of who voted for which um, amendment or sorry which proposition uh, out of all of those 20 that were uh, approved in the end and um, so as a result of this we have a re policy review that's gone through and it is going to mean that the states are going to make the assumption or have to have now made the assumption that 300 uh, additional people are going to be added to our population and now we have to go about uh, accommodating that and figuring out how it's all going to work uh, the um, home affairs uh, have committed to coming back and reviewing it in 2027 and also, um, as a number of uh, other propositions have stated, uh, environment and infrastructure will be now responsible for examining the effects of this on housing, um, as well as also uh, they've been given some extra funding as a result of one of the amendments to um, effectively sort of uh, figure out what work they'll need to do to um, make sure the infrastructure is up to snuff to, to accommodate this. Um, also, um, uh, uh, economic development and education, sport, and culture will be investiga investigating the human capital development aspects. Um, workforce participation will be examined by employment and social security. Again, that's a result of one of the amendments that was placed. And um, the medium term employment permit uh, will be scrapped. Now, I'm, I'm saying all that this is going to happen. Um, it has to come back to the states um, before that's all um, sort of set in stone, that it doesn't take immediate effect by any means. Um, but this is the direction of travel. Um, for all of these um, uh, items of work, these scopings of work that are now going to be undertaken um, as a result of that rather major debate that's taken up pretty much the whole of this October states meeting. Um, as I speak, they're currently discussing contributory benefit and contribution rates for 2023. They've also got double taxation agreement if there's time and also water pollution and minimum standards for accountancy firms. If uh, Whichever ones they get to in this meeting, you'll be able to read about in the Guernsey Press available from Monday to Saturday, of course. Um, but but uh, as far as this podcast uh, is concerned, that's all for the October States. And uh, there is, of course, uh, not long to wait for the next uh, um, Guernsey Press Politics podcast because the budget debate starts on the 1st of uh, November. Um, now, I'm going to be treading the boards at the uh, uh, Performing Arts Centre that whole week. So uh, you will be in the capable hands of Mark Ogier and Chloe Pressland for that uh, potentially four-day debate beginning, as I say, on Tuesday the 1st of November. But that's all from me from now. Bye-bye.